Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Rubbish writer. Welcome to the worst writer in the world with me, Rufus, and he's invisible, which might seem a bit of a rubbish power at first, but he can kill you with his force field. How long? Thank you very much. Thank you to the British Comedy Guide for hosting this show. Thanks to every single one of our lovely patrons on Patreon for supporting this show. And thanks to you for listening if you are one of those people who supports Mm. us as well. Yeah, you know, and and if you aren't, but maybe you should right. think about becoming one because that's a pretty great thing to do. Because what you're doing right now is is kind of rude. Oh. Because like you know, there's people. <laughs> just imagine, imagine that like we are a, a nice pair of bosoms, and um, and some people are supporting us like a bra, and that's good for us. Whereas some people are just bapping us about <laughs> callously, aren't they? Yeah, and some that, people are just that's rude. Some people are just listening to us, which is yeah. which is just weird. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like eavesdropping, isn't mm. it? It's like you know, two people oh, are having well, a private conversation on the bus right yeah two people have just met and they're walking around london um mm. having a nice chat getting to know each other mm. they don't know that one of them's like dying of brain disease <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. so it all seems quite nice yeah. and you're like following them around three steps behind just listening and they're yeah. like who's that like following this i don't know but he seems to be listening to us without paying us for the privilege Right, that's quite rude. But if, like, you know, but imagine if you were like, "Hey, no, I'm just a normal person. Let me take you to this restaurant and buy you dinner." Yes, they'd be like, "No, that's actually quite nice idea." And then you could have a nice threesome. Yeah. (laughs) So that's the difference. Do you want to be that weird stalker who's Mm. walking behind us, just listening to us trying to get it on, or do you want to take (laughs) us in for dinner? And it's we're going to a very cheap cafe where it only costs two dollars, right, for all three of us, right, Mm. and then have a threesome. Which one do you want to be? Wow. Oh, no, I didn't sell that very well, should I? They're going, they're going for the first option. That's much yeah, better. Yeah, so the police are uh, coming for us now as well, because what we're, what we're offering there is illegal. Soliciting. Yeah. All right, well, it's episode seven of The Last Olympian. That's what we're on now. Ooh. And Exciting. a lot really has happened now. So Samael has agreed to become a freedom fighter alongside Kofensi. Mm. Uh, we're working for Kofensi yeah. by going and getting a job. <laughs> <laughs> right? So he's going to solve inequality by getting a job. We know that. And to do that, he has to basically take on someone else's identity. Yeah. Right? That's what we know. And to take on someone else's identity, mm. he has to have his body mutilated in certain ways. Mm-hmm. So, quick content warning one more time, everybody. Before you listen to this episode, be prepared for a little bit of body horror as there's a certain amount of description of bits of bodies being cut off mm. or out. Let's get started, shall we, Howard? Ooh, yes, please. <laughs> All right, so Dr. White just cut Samael's fingertips off. <laughs> Could you remind me about why? Why has uh, he done that, Howard? I don't know, probably cultural appropriation, isn't it? <laughs> 
meaningless. Absolutely <laughs> yeah, meaningless. Thank you very much. Yeah, no, <laughs> he's done that because they're going to a super high-tech biometric city where they um, scan your eye and, like, read your fingerprints. So he can't have his own right. fingerprints because that will alert everyone to the fact that he's just rubbish old Samuel Fell. So he's got to get Mortimer okay. Sykes' fingertips, stick him on his own <laughs> bones... His finger bones, <laughs> yeah. and then, uh, and then, like you know, so him on, and then everyone will be completely convinced that this man that looks nothing like another man <laughs> is him. Yeah, okay. So, so that now we know why, why a doctor just cut Samuel's fingertips off, which seems like an awful thing to do. Yeah. So yeah, no. White says, uh, "Feel anything?" And Samuel says, "Ew." And White says, "In here." White indicates a bowl of surgical fluid, which Samuel places his bleeding fingers in. Mm. White begins the operation on Sykes. He starts by removing the thumb. God, this is so detailed. I, I think because you're not going to show it, the movie's probably not as bad as reading this script. I feel like I am going through it more than a viewer of this movie would be. Yeah, but I mean, like things people imagine things, don't they? It's like that scene in Reservoir Dogs where you don't see him cut off yeah. the ear, but everyone imagines that they do. So everyone's watching someone's reaction to fingers getting cut off is pretty still still as traumatic yeah no it's gonna be, oh absolutely it's gonna be horrific i'm just what i'm saying is i've suffered more than anyone here yeah fine <laughs> including samuel and that dead bloke mm. so white says the flesh needs to be transplanted asap to keep it alive if they don't take at least they'll stay on longer and samuel says what white has removed the thumb tip from sykes your body may reject the donor tissue. We won't know for some weeks. Hopefully long enough to do the job. I'm not sure that's... What? Yeah, yeah, what? That's not true, is it? Worst case scenario, in all probability, it will be a success and they'll stay. And if they don't? Nobody has an answer. <laughs> mm, fantastic. <laughs> then the ends of your fingers will drop off. <laughs> they turn green and fall off. And your eyes will fall out. <laughs> I mean, that's what they're talking about. They're talking about transplanting his eyes, right? That's that's the that's one of the things they're going to do. <laughs> I remember, remember in the opening sequence when people want to get on buses and things like that. Um, they scan the um, yeah. the right hand and the right eye. So, oh well, that's nice then. And I guess no one will notice that he has different colour eyes mm -hmm. and like stitch marks around <laughs> his fingertips. <laughs> All right, dissolve two interior compartment. Moments later, white. Has sawn off all the fingertips. He <laughs> got overexcited and did everyone's. <laughs> hey, what, you, what did you do that for? Yeah. I've even done my own. <laughs> Everybody's gone. Now, like, right, jumble them around, jumble yeah, them around. Yeah, yeah. Now we won't know. We won't know who anybody well, is until we. See, you're a doctor now. Can you go and perform surgery? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Okay then, I, I'll be off. White has sawn off all the fingertips and is now. Sewing them onto Samael. <laughs> well, so he's got like, has he got 40 now then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is onto the second one. The thread he uses is transparent. Good. That's going to help. Now keep still. This will take some time. Yeah, that's, that's how you, so no one can see it. No one will ever notice that he's had fingertips sewn on because you know he's not using black thread that would really stand out against this white skin. No, he's using transparent, mm. transparent thread. It's all fine. Now keep still, this will take some time. The door handle rattles. <gasps> Shit. They stop breathing. Everybody looks concerned. Knock, knock. A ticket inspector says, Biocheck. Oh, no. They all look at one another. Samael, quietly. Give me his fingers. Loudly. One moment, please. 
not waiting for the panic-stricken white, Samael grabs the remaining three fingertips and slips them onto the bone one by one. <laughs> Samael says, Kofenti, get him and yourself out of sight. That's not right. What's not right? Oh, I get it. Okay, so. Kofenti, get him and yourself out of sight. That's not right. Samael quickly swaps. Samael quickly swaps a couple of fingertips. Samael swip. <laughs> I'm so disturbed. I'm so distressed by this that I can't speak anymore. Samael quickly swaps a couple of <laughs> fingertips around. He's damn wrong. He's put like the thumb on his little finger and things, and he's like, oh, <laughs> "This isn't correct." It's because he chopped all forty fingertips off. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got them mixed up. There's these, some of these are black. Yeah. Samael quickly swaps a couple of fingertips around, mm. then, hiding his right hand, goes to the door. White and Kofensi move Sykes. I mean, they're in a six-person booth. How, how many places are there to hide? Are they all in the luggage rack? <laughs> what the fuck? Under the table? I don't know. Samael opens the door slightly and greets the ticket inspector. Hi. Sorry. Me and my friend wanted some... Privacy. Mm. The ticket inspector sees Samael's naked torso. Well, if I could just get both your details. Sure, Doc. The ticket inspector holds out the biometric print reader. White joins Samael at the door. The ticket inspector stares up at White, towering above him. The stare of someone who disapproves of white and black people getting it on. So in this future, like homophobia dealt with, <laughs> solved that, racism ramped it up. Oh god. Yeah. We solved some bigotry but made some of it worse. That's what happens, isn't it? You know, no. knock on effects. <laughs> While he stares at White, Samael quickly places his bleeding, unstitched hand onto the print reader. It reads successfully and he conceals his hand again. Ah, oh, nice move. Samael used the ticket inspector's uh, racism. Mm. Against him, used his prejudice against him while he was like giving him, giving him a disapproving look. <laughs> no one will notice my fingers are balanced on my bones. <laughs> yeah. No one will notice I'm wearing someone else's fingers like gloves. And he's like, oh, that's not right. He looks down, the fingers, the fingertips are still on the print reader. <laughs> um, oh, look, look at the um, black yeah, man. There's okay, another black man I've been fucking. Quickly look. <laughs> it reads successfully and he conceals his hand again. Dr. White puts his hand on the print reader, green lit. The ticket inspector says, Have a pleasant journey. The ticket inspector leaves. They close and lock the door. Kofensi and White sigh with relief. How do we know? I mean, like, I mean, like, uh, we, it says it in the script, but we, well, there's no way of, like, putting across that, like, the ticket inspector's problem is um, interracial sex as opposed to um, homosexual sex, is it? True, true. Yeah, that's a tricky one. Unless, like, the, the, the ticket inspector needs to be incredibly gay. Even then, I mean, even then, so very, very camp homophobes, I think that's a thing, right? He'd have to come in and say, um, no, no, I've just, I've just come from fucking a man. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm a bit late. Yeah, yeah. I've been fucking a man. Yeah. Anyway, um, have you got your... T- oh, yeah. what's going on with you two? I disapprove strongly. And the audience put it together mm. like, well, he's just been fucking a man. He can't... And he openly admitted yeah. it. It's not like he's yeah. even... A white one? A white one, by he's, the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the thing. And then, then maybe maybe we do patronise. I was going to say we don't have to patronise people, but maybe we should. Sam, I also said, mm, you just said you were fucking a man. And he's like, yeah, but I was fucking a white mm. one. And we all understand perfectly. Mm. All right. Rewrite. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Nailed. Mm-hmm. 
Kvensi and White sigh with relief. Samael stares at White. Fucking sew the fingers on. The thing about this script is when you write the word sew, you write it S-O-W, which is like what you do with <laughs> seeds, right? So so I don't know if Samael is, is like, or if, if this operation is different to what I'm imagining. Actually, they're planting, they're planting fingertips yeah. and they're going to grow new fingertips. And that's why there's not going to be any... Yeah. Uh, stitch marks mm. because because they're sewing, not sewing. I agree. Or, or it's the word sow, like a female pig. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> sow the <laughs> fucking sow the fingers on, and then the magic yeah. pig turns up and, and they go on magically. That could be it too. Could be. Yeah, you probably should use some some more advanced technology than like you know a needle and thread to put someone's fingertips on, right? I mean, magic pig's pretty good. Yeah, magic pig. Yeah. Fucking magic pig the fingers on, please. All right then, go and get the sow. Mm. Cut to exterior, train track, night. Mm -hmm. The train travels on through the night. Interior, compartment, later, night. Samael lies back on the carriage seats. He has brand new fingertips. Although the thread is transparent, there is a line round each attachment of dried blood. No one changing that. Samael lies back on the carriage seats. He has brand new fingertips and you can't tell because of that magic pig (laughs) that put them on for him. Sykes. Sykes lies unconscious on the other seat. Sykes isn't dead. I thought they murdered him. No, they kept. They said they needed to keep him alive so his flesh would take or something. Oh, because they haven't done the eyes yet. Yeah, they've not done the eyes yet. Oh God, are we gonna? I thought. I, I assume we were just gonna cut away for that bit. You're gonna make us sit through that. Yeah, as well. you know the scene. I felt like we'd got the idea. Cut away. Come Gotta back later. All his five eyes. All his five eyes out. <laughs> oh, I did all of them. Now I can't see what I'm doing. <laughs> I cut everyone's eyes out, and now I'm lost. Mm. So, Kofensi stands off watching as Dr. White... <laughs> Sorry, I just saw Dr. White written down and just it just occurred to me how, how few letters you need to change to make that Doctor Who. Uh, Kofensi stands off yeah. watching as Dr. White, not Doctor Who, kneels beside Samael. To the right eye, he has applied a device which holds the eyelids firmly apart and wide. Oh, God. Mm. This contraption has spider-like legs which wrap around the face and locking the jaws shut, preventing Samael from speaking properly. The spider clamp. <laughs> it says, the, it's like, it's got a colon at the end and then it says, the spider clamp, <laughs> right? Which I'm pretty sure that was, I'm pretty sure that was a character in Into the Spider-Verse, right? Spider clamp. Yeah. <laughs> the one who turned up and, what was it done? <laughs> The one that was a duck. Right? The one that was a duck was called Spider Clamp. Right? Uh, who brought this duck? This duck, and why is he called Spider Clamp? I know, hopefully by this point people are, are up to date, but when Howard saw Into the Spider first. Just to remind you one more time, when Howard saw Into the Spider-Verse, he thought Spider-Ham was a duck. (laughs) Spider-Ham. He was in a costume and he had a beak. Probably a duck. Spider-Ham. He had a snout. He had a big beak and he was in a costume. You couldn't see that he was a pig, could you? So it could have easily been a Uh, a duck under there. He was pig-shaped. It was. I mean, there were a couple of clues. <laughs> a couple of little clues. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not Sherlock Holmes, am I? I'm not going to pick up on those clues. 
and it's still, I mean, one of the best things I've ever heard is that <laughs> you thought Spider-Man was a duck. And never fails to make me cry with laughter every time I think of you believing Spider-Man was a duck. Dr. White produces what looks like some kind of pump, <laughs> which we know is going to be used to suck his eye from his socket. Samuel, Samuel says, reasonably. <laughs> yeah, because you can't speak because of the spider duck around his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spider ham, the duck is on his face and he can't speak. White says, I've pumped you full of painkillers, but when I cut the optic nerve, you'll feel a sharp burning sensation. It could last for weeks. Fucking hell. I'm super traumatised by this. And then, oh, that's weird. Samuel says, E-I-U-E-I-E-I-O. Old McMee didn't have any eyes. And Dr White gave me some eyes. Dr White says, OK, I'm removing it from the socket. It now. I'm removing it from the socket. It now. I'm removing it from the socket. It should be a full stop. That's what it is, isn't it? I'll do it properly. So, okay, I'm removing it from the socket. It now. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's how you do that line. White applies the suction pump to Samael's right no. eye. When I pull the plunger back, you may hear a slight pop. <laughs> it looks it looks kind of like a pump, but it is a pump. It's a bicycle pump. That he's just going to suck his eyeball out with. Somebody else says, yo, yo, yo. And White says, what? Kofensi <laughs> says, he wants you to stop the commentary. Yeah, mm. actually, I want that too. <laughs> yeah. Oh. White pushes the plunger on the device down and then slowly pulls it back. Ah. There is indeed a popping sound. Samuel says, yo, yo, yo. White removes the pump. Kofensi flinches and turns around. He does not want to see, nor do I. White removes the spider clamp. <laughs> I've taken the duck off. <laughs> I have removed the duck. You can move now. White moves to Sykes and applies the clamp, then the pump. Plunge, suck, pop. We hear Kofensi dry heave at the sound. <laughs> White moves back to Samuel. Samuel lays there with the right eye sat on his cheek. White says, You okay? And Samuel, to break the tension, says, I want to cry, but I don't know where from. <laughs> I don't know if you I don't know if your comedy's perfectly timed in, in this script. I feel like a, a second pass at these jokes. Uh, amazing. Like the, the when. I love it. <laughs> White says, you're doing good. It'll be over soon. White takes a stencil knife from his equipment. Oh, my God. Samael says, decide. Do. Don't regret. Die. Oh, no, hang on. No. <laughs> Not to do one. Kofensi says, I need air. Yeah. You need air. Kofensi <laughs> unlocks the compartment. Don't let anyone see you, says White helpfully. <laughs> White, with his back turned, fails to see Mortimer Sykes twitch as the door closes behind Kofensi. Mm. Mortimer is awake, groggy and confused. Why can't he open his mouth? And why is he seeing in two different directions? Oh, my God. Decide. Do. Don't regret. Sykes brings his hand up instinctively to his face. His right hand, which is missing fingertips. Mm. He is aghast. White cuts the nerve. 
Samael says, No, 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 Julie H. fucking Christie. Mortimer's hand discovers the problem and reaches around to find the other eye hanging from its socket by the optic nerve. Mm. I'm going to apply a pain relief solvent to the cut. Thank you. This should numb the pain briefly before I take Mortimer's eye. Mortimer is sat up, holding his right eye with his weird right hand. He turns the eye around. So he's holding his eyes, like looking around with it, like <laughs> holding it, like moving it left and right so he can see different things. POV Mortimer Sykes. In a bizarre split screen for a man with one eye in his head and the other in his hand, Mortimer's left eye looks at the right eye in his fingertipless hand, while the right must be so weird. looks back at his one-eyed head locked in the spider clamp. Why, who put that duck on my head? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh God. Hang on, big, bigger questions at the moment, but I do want to know where that duck came from. <laughs> I'll be coming back to that question later when I work out this eye problem. Interior compartment night. Mortimer Sykes, viewing the scene, realises he is in deep shit. He cannot see Samael and Ditto. The view is blocked by White, who is knelt over Samael. Mortimer quickly grabs a sharp instrument from the table and sticks it in the back of White's neck. Oh, fuck. White grunts and tumbles over. Mortimer sees Samael lying there with a cut and bloody optic nerve, wishing to escape a similar fate. Mortimer runs from the carriage, presumably still holding his eye mm. in his fingertipless hand. Mm. This is horrific. Mm. This is a fucking gore fest. I tell you what, if I was watching this movie, I would have switched it off by no. now. No, I don't, I, I'm not into like gory stuff. I would have gone, okay, that's enough. <laughs> I've had it. I'm stopping. Not gory. Just like a little bit of uh, bit of surgery. <laughs> yes, a, a, another thing I don't particularly enjoy watching. <laughs> so Samael says, "Ball fuck," because even though, even in the state he's in, he's still open to some creative swearing. <laughs> Ball fuck. <laughs> Samael hauls himself up dizzily, looks down at Doctor White, and says, "You dead." White says, get him back. So presumably the answer is yeah, no. Just as well. That's good, because if he was, that's the end of the film, right? Yeah. Now, like, Samuel just bleeds to death. His defense is uh, going to, like, stitch his eye back on. Yeah, I feel like that's not something you can just busk. No, I agree. Samuel tries to pick up the electric surgical circular saw with his right hand, but it's not quite up to the job. The job? Oh, his hand's not up to the job. Um, still rather numb. So he, he can't grab with his right hand. So he grabs it with his left hand is out and is out the door. Cut to interior train corridor POV, Samael. With one-eyed vision, we chase Mortimer. Because he's actually had one of his eyes cut out. Right? Yeah. OK, so Mortimer is running, trying to scream, but failing due to the spider clamp. Mm. I want to scream, but there's a duck on my face. <laughs> he bangs on a few doors as he goes. Unfortunately for him, he has elected to go in the direction of the coal trucks rather than the populated area of the train. Mm. Interior train corridor night. Mortimer reaches the door at the end, which leads out to the toilets. He turns and sees Samael following with the saw. He unlocks the door and leaves the train carriage. Samael follows Mortimer out. Somebody opens their compartment door to see what the banging is. But as there is no one there, they shrug it off and close the door. 
<laughs> Cut to exterior train, coal trucks, night. The rear door of the train leads out to the coal trucks. Great tall things, all half full. Are we going to have a fight on the top of a train? Yeah. With one man who only has one eye, like bleed it, like a bleeding eye socket, and the other man who is holding his eye in his hand, and they're going to do some kung fu. Yes. Because <laughs> that would be that would be amazing. Definitely, but. I don't know whether they can do kung fu. They're just regular people. You know, I don't write kung fu experts in my scripts. I know you don't, but if, if you and this would be a time to lean into that kind of trope because, like, yeah. neither of them have any depth perception, right? Like Mortimer's doing his best by holding his eye up, like next to where it should be, so he's trying to get some three D mm. going on. But meanwhile, Samuel keeps punching where he thinks the guy is, and he's always like sh- too short, yeah. and they're just kind of standing next to each other, and keep missing with the great fear. In his eyes, Mortimer. How do we know he's got great fear in his eyes? Like, what, do we? Can you have an expression in your eye when it's been removed from your head? Yeah, I think that should be with the great fear in his left yeah. eye, like the one that's still in his in. face, yeah. in his left eye. Yeah, you get the point. <laughs> yeah. Mortimer hangs from the lip of the coal truck and pulls himself up. Samuel emerges from within the train to see Mortimer's legs disappear into the truck. <laughs> He leaps at the truck to follow, but as he does so, he slips and lands on the coupler's head, hanging dangerously close to the ground. He quickly pulls himself up. Mortimer is halfway across, crawling through the coal. Samael, more carefully this time, leaps for the coal truck, but he's got no depth perception (laughs) and he misses and dies on the tracks. No, no, he gets a grip on the lip and pulls himself up. Got a grip on the lip. Samael drops into the coal and pursues. <laughs> it is difficult to gain footing, and he keeps stumbling. Uh, idiot. Oh, an idiot. <laughs> Mortimer reaches the edge of the truck and jumps from view into the next truck. Samael is gaining on him and reaches the end of the truck. When do they become trucks? Is that the right term? Coal trucks, yeah. Uh, he pulls himself up and leaps into the next truck. But Mortimer is not running anymore. He has found a shovel and is waiting. Oh, no. It's like holding it in one hand with his eye in the other hand, right? That's what this is going to be. Like, it's just, I think his eye is just swinging around at this point. Oh, that is horrible. At least he could put it in his top pocket. Yeah, maybe right? he has. Maybe he's got one. No, unless he... <laughs> like, didn't they take his clothes so off, see. though? Isn't he, like, naked as well? <laughs> balanced on his shoulder. It's just in his pants, Like right? a little parrot. I don't know if he's <laughs> mentioned it, but, like, they stole all his clothes because Samuel's going to wear yeah, they them, did, right? didn't they? They did, yeah. So this naked man with his eye hanging out mm. of its socket, holding a shovel. Mm. As Samuel lands in the coal, he looks up to see the shovel heading straight for his face. Mm. Samuel manages to roll out of the way, Phew. and the shovel strikes instead the side of the coal truck, causing much pain in Mortimer's wrists. Because mm. he's doing this without his fingertips on one hand yeah. as well, right? This is fucking horrific. And making him lose his footing, he slips over backwards. Samael clambers to his feet, whereupon Mortimer, now sans shovel, immediately launches himself at him. They fall to the coal in a heap and wrestle. Sexy. Mortimer scratches Samael's cheek with his skeleton fingertips. Oh, God. Can I have that bucket that, um, <laughs> that Samael had earlier? I think I need, I need the bucket. Samael pulls the circular saw from his person. Oh, my God. And switches it on. It is coming very close to Mortimer's face. Mortimer lets go of Samael's arm and whacks the saw, which skitters off. Samael quickly uses his feet to push Mortimer off, who falls ungracefully backwards. What's happening with his eye all this time? (laughs) 
Mortimer scrabbles up and begins to run again. Scrabbles up? Yeah, he scrabbles up. Samuel pursues his. Mortimer has reached the end of the truck and leaps for the other side, but miscalculates terribly and falls outside the truck, mm. clinging on with his one good hand. Shit. Samuel rushes after and peers over the edge. Mortimer is trying to gain a hold with his skeleton fingers, mm. but having little luck, he will surely fall soon. Samael proffers his left hand. Take my hand. That's not your hand, that's my hand. What are you talking about? <laughs> take your hand. I mean, no, you know, don't take it away, but like grab it. Samael says, Come on! Samael leans forward further. Mortimer, scared, balks, and his hand slides <laughs> from the truck. Shit. Slow motion, Mortimer falls backwards. Oh, no. His eye, attached by the cortex, hangs above his head, falling slower than the body it is <laughs> attached to. I'm so shocked about what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Because he weighs more than his eye, so he falls quicker. Um, Samael. <laughs> I'm going to put so many content warnings on these episodes. Samael makes a grab with his left hand. Mortimer falls to his death, and Samael rolls back onto the coal. Samael catches his breath. He opens his left hand. Yeah. Within is contained the eye with the cortex attached. Brilliant. Well, that was quite an action scene. Fucking horrific. He... Absolutely fucking horrific. Yeah. I mean, you would have preferred it if they'd just driven around in a car and parked under a skip or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kind yeah. of action scene, yeah. Drive around in a car for a bit and then like put a sheet over <laughs> your car. <laughs> All right, so after an exciting chase um, of, along the top of a train, Ooh. Mortimer Sykes fell off the back of the train onto the tracks and died. Hooray! But fortunately, as he fell, mm. as he fell, Samael managed to grab hold of his his eye, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which was falling less quickly than he was because it, it doesn't weigh as much. much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he grabbed his eye, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because of cartoon physics, <laughs> <laughs> and just yanked it off. But fortunately, it had all the bits it needed still attached, so it's all fine. And he's really pleased <laughs> about that. Yeah, yeah, the brain that was there. <laughs> Mortimer Sykes, yeah, because yeah, like eye, eye transplants, not not possible. Yeah. So it's still, unfortunately, it still had Mortimer attached. <laughs> no, it's, he got the eye, so he's he's got the eye, and now he's going back mm -hmm. uh, to the cabin. Cut to interior compartment night. Kofensi is bandaging White's wound. Who's White? Is he the doctor? Yeah. Why has he got a wound? What happened to him? So, because because Do Dr. White was um, tending to Samuel Fell when Mortimer Sykes picked up a scalpel or something and shoved it in his neck. In his neck? Fuck. Yeah, so we were okay. worried that maybe... Oh, I think it was his neck. He's I definitely dead, yeah. Okay. Who's going to perform this, this, this impossible eye surgery now that Dr. White is dead? <laughs> Kofensi is bandaging White's wound. Unfortunately, this is pointless because White is dead. <laughs> but Kofensi is very optimistic. <laughs> no, no, he's not dead. The door opens. They both look around quickly, worried. They are relieved to see Samael. I want, and so that's like... Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> that's some good relieved acting. White says, The eye. Samael tosses it to White, who barely catches it. Oh, my God. Don't fucking be throwing uh, yeah, it around. Shit, yeah, that's... 
Samuel, after everything he's gone through, I mean, this is fucking movie cool, isn't it? This is so, like, yeah. Yeah, he's gone through so much to get this eye. He's had his own eye cut out, and they, I bet they chucked it out the window, right? <laughs> get rid of it. <laughs> Yeah. Either way, there was no mention of any kind of ice packs or you know, to keep his eye <laughs> mm. fresh. His, his eye's definitely gone off. Mm. So, he, But now he's like, the only eye he's got, just chucking it around like it's a tennis ball. Yeah. He should like have a, like a ping pong paddle, shouldn't he? He should bat it across <laughs> to them. Yeah. Samuel tosses it to White, who barely catches it. Kofensi says, Sykes. Samuel says, Dead. Mm. Pause. Right. You did good, Sam. Yeah, I'm your man, am I? <laughs> Where the heck were you? <laughs> Samuel slams Kofensi up against the wall. Wow. Yikes. Or he tries to, but he misses because he's got no depth perception yeah, 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 and accidentally yeah. gets the doctor. <laughs> accidentally goes out the window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Oh, shit. That's me plan, Garno. Come on, we've no time to argue. Samael. White gestures and Samael lets go of Kofensi and lies down on the seats. White washes the eye. Washes the eye. <laughs> I'm just giving this eye a scrub. Oh, no, I've ruined it. <laughs> I shouldn't have used the scourer side of the sponge. That was a bad... And the bleach, that was a bad idea. White washes the eye and then sets about attaching it to Samael's optic nerve. White uses laser technology now. Oh, finally. Finally, <laughs> after, like, knitting their fingertips on. <laughs> Knitting needles and now it's laser technology. Yeah. The way it says now as well. It's like because he's doing eye surgery and you've heard of laser eye surgery and you're yeah. a bit confused about what it is. Yeah, but I've not heard of laser finger <laughs> surgery, so exactly. like, that's not happening. Laser fingertip surgery doesn't, no, exist. doesn't exist. Laser eye surgery, that's probably mm -hmm. replacing people's eyes isn't yeah. it? with lasers. With laser guns. <laughs> Pew! Blah, blah, blah. Brilliant. No, this it gets better though. Mm. Because I mean that's an amazing start. White uses laser technology now. <laughs> but then it goes into more detail because you're not lazy. You're not just like he uses a laser to put his eye on. <laughs> you wouldn't stop there. You say white uses laser technology now. A rather Star Trek looking device. Oh god, yeah, yeah. A weird looking it looks battery like tester. More or less than a battery tester. <laughs> yeah. A rather Star Trek looking device. Mm. You haven't progressed at all, have you? <laughs> hey, your first but bat. I mean like you know what I'm talking about when I say that. I mean I, I, do, I think you do, yeah. unless unless people are going like what like the Starship Enterprise? He uses a spaceship. <laughs> yeah, what? Like Jean Luc Picard. <laughs> he uses a bald yeah. Frenchman with an English accent. <laughs> Yeah, so a rather Star Trek-looking device. Yeah, no, if, if they had a um, a matter transport, what's that oh, called? The, te the teleport? Beamy device. Beamy device, right? To just beam the new eye into his head. <laughs> That'd be good. Yes. Do you think Star Trek can do surgery like that? Yes, um, surely you know, they like, can. I'm, I'm just beaming your eye out of your head, the broken eye. Okay, just beaming a new one in. All right, there you go. You can go now. You're fine. You could. You could beam out a, a heart and put a new one in, I suppose. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Because like, if you beam something out, right, that, that's one thing. But, I mean, 
Yeah, I don't think you, if you beam it in, it's like not it needs to be get... connected. Yeah, <laughs> it's just flapping about. Yeah, just a heart in your in your chest cavity doing nothing. They're like, oh, it didn't work. Sorry, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Worth a try though. Worth yeah, a try. Yeah. I forgot that. Like, I beamed uh... his heart out and he died immediately. <laughs> I was very disappointed. <laughs> oh, that was going to work. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, we're gonna, next up, we're yeah, going to beam his head off. Live and gonna beam his head off and see if yeah. see if I can do a head, head transplant. transplant yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, he's dead. Mm. Oh, fuck. Mm. All right, leg surgery. Here we go. <laughs> I, I think this one's going to work. <laughs> this Frenchman, Jean-Luc Picard, wants me to beam some more legs onto him for some reason. Yes, I do. Please, <laughs> my name is Jean-Luc Picard. Would you beam some legs onto me, please? Yeah. I want all the legs. Beam all the legs off my crew and onto me, please. Mm. Oh, dear, all the crew is now dead. Mm. Well, that's a shame, but I've got all the legs, so it's all right. I'm the Borg now. <laughs> I'm the leg Borg now, okay? <laughs> leg Borg, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a huge Star Trek fan, but I do think the Borg's a pretty good villain. Pretty scary, right? Yeah. But the leg Borg would be better. <laughs> much better. They don't want to assimilate you, they just yeah, want yeah, your legs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's still pretty fucking fatal. And the Klegons yeah, as well. <laughs> yeah. The Rom your legs are there as well. They're all good. <laughs> that's my Star Trek knowledge exhausted. <laughs> Jean Leg Picard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so my, my point is that Star Trek would be better if the Borg just wanted your legs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Also, if they beamed your legs off, so you never knew when they were going to get you, because mm-hmm. their beaming their beaming technology works over a long distance. You yeah. know, they can beam people from really far away, right? True. So suddenly you've not got legs and you bleed into death. Mm. Oh no, the ball beam, beamed my legs off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what a bad day. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer, and so we sat to every night. But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Worst Writer in the World. It was good, wasn't it? Oh, that was my favourite yet. But I'll tell you what's better. Oh. All the stuff you can get on Patreon mm. for as little as $2 a month. Oh uh, go to patreon.com slash manbycow and check out things like um, Greg Binchleaf stories that are exclusive to Patreon, uh, Man by Cow episodes that are also exclusive, and the Secret Gang podcast. There's even one or yeah. two there available for $2, and loads of them available for $7. Yes. So go and have a look. It's much better than this rubbish. <laughs> bye bye, milk. <laughs> bye bye, milk. <laughs> He's a stupid, suck ass, rubbish writer. Yeah.